Welcome to another episode of Shaking Not Stirred, where I talk about everything and anything from A to Z, and I don't exclude me. A space where we unlearn the programming of our mind, body, and spirit, and expand our consciousness beyond the veil. Life is simple, people. We're the complexity within the simplicity. Welcome to another episode of Shaking Not Stirred. So, today I want to open up this topic, or this episode rather, with the topic of Body Oddy Part 2, the male anatomy and what women need to know. Like, I know I was not going to drop uh, an episode about the female anatomy and not do the counterpart. So, same as I did with the last episode, before I continue to say anything, I want to make sure I disclose this beforehand as clear, concise, and as bluntly as I can. I'm in no way, shape, or form a clinically licensed medical practitioner, a medical professional, nor do I profess to have any area of expertise with the topic of today's podcast. I also do not provide any medical or healthcare advice on this show. As a reminder, if you have any minors and you aren't comfortable with them hearing or seeing certain content, now is a good time to pause, come back, or throw on those headphones. We're about to jump into grown folks' territory, so... Let's get it. The male anatomy. This is something I actually don't need any medical jargon or clinical expertise and per se due to the obvious. However, I do want to say there are things about this fascinating vessel called the male body that I'd like to share some personal experiences about. You see, as men, there are certain things about our bodies that I don't think we're fully aware of or have completely appreciated that typically goes unspoken, almost unspoken. Fellas, we literally house within our vessels the life seed of the preceding human generation. In other words, if every single solitary biological human male on the face of this planet in every crevice, crack, and nook were to simply vanish, poof, gone into thin air, along with every single sperm bank and depository, the remaining half of humanity in about a century's time or more would simply begin to fade away as though we were never here in the first place. Now, anyone listening to the sound of my voice right now, I'd like like for you to park your initial internal reaction here just for a brief moment and to think about the implications of those absolute facts. You see, now that I put it this way or that way, rather, hopefully something in your psyche has just shifted a bit. Some parents who may have sons or or may not have sons can relate to this, but boys generally start to experiment with themselves. And by experiment, I mean masturbate, of course, at a much younger age than girls do. According to Dr. Cynthia Robbins, Dr. Vanessa Schick and Dr. Michael Reese and the JAMA Pediatrics Medical Journal published in December of 2011, I quote, the onset of masturbation was found to occur by the age of 13 years and 53% of the males studied and 25% of the females in another retrospective study, which means at a young age, boys sperm production factory kicks into high gear on opening day and they are highly understaffed. Pretty much. 
I remember my first time I've had, or the first time I ever had what was considered, or what is considered a wet dream, quote unquote wet dream, at the age of nine. And I only thought, I honestly thought something was wrong with me or that I was getting sick. I had never seen or experienced anything else exiting that organ outside of urine before. And so you can imagine the anxiety I had for months until I actually started studying what exactly was going on with my body. When I finally collect, connected the dots, the gears of that analytical intellectual mind of mine began to churn. True story. So my dad got me a decent sized medical grade uh, microscope. And I decided one early morning after I'd had another nightly episode to take a sample of the substance that left my body and study it under a microscope. I kid you not. I already warned y'all in the last episode. I wasn't like most kids growing up. Anyways, what I saw under that microscope almost made me lose my breath. See, prior to that, I had seen other cellular life forms before in biology class under a microscope. But that was the thing about it. It was other cellular life forms distinct from me what my nine-year-old eyes witnessed that day changed the way my body changed the way i saw my body forever i was excited amazed perplexed and even somewhat a little sad as i watched those thousands if not hundreds or hundreds if not thousands rather uh of sperm cells wiggling their way around in search of something clearly obviously i didn't know what they were looking for at that age yet Fast forward to adulthood and four kids later, one of the most challenging decisions I think I've ever made when it came to my body was to have a vasectomy. Now, I know there may be some listeners who don't necessarily believe in those kinds of procedures for a number of reasons, and that's okay. I respect it, but I don't owe, I don't owe anyone any explanation. So I will say this, much like when a, uh, a biological female gets her tubes tied, uh, there is a shift in hormone and just overall sexual functioning for men that occurs. For some, it's for the better, and for others, it's for the not so better. And so I was, fortunately, I was blessed with for the better. <laughs> so what does this mean for heterosexual ladies out there with heterosexual male partners, spouses, or mates? Well, for starters, understanding the different changes that males go through during puberty can help you better understand your mate's sexual drive or lack thereof and how to best support him. As an adult, it, it's also a good thing to ignore the status quo and the word on the street when it comes to male sexuality and performance expectations and just start researching on your own using reliable scientific sources that will help you better understand why men do certain things when it comes to our packages down there. Well, that's my unlearning moment for today. What's yours? another episode of shake it not stirred where i talk about anything and everything from a to z and i don't exclude me a space where we unlearn the programming of our mind body and spirit and expand our consciousness beyond the veil life is really simple people we're the complexity within the simplicity peace and love